Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast amongst friends, talking sports and life, real estate, sales, everything in between. And guess what, guys? We have lots of sports to talk about. It's, it's back. NFL's back. NBA playoffs. Uh, NHL playoffs. Tennis, U.S. Open. Soccer's in full swing. College football. College How could you football. miss that what? one? What? What's that? <laughs> um, so let's talk. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. We might be joined by Anthony Malafronte. He's AWOL right now, uh, but he may ring in here in a little bit. Bill, you got family in town, so we're going to get right into the conversation. How are you? Good. Doing real good. I, um, you're right. Kevin is in town with his girlfriend, Sarah. They drove down. Um, they left at 7 in the morning and rolled in 1130 last night. So it was a long drive from DC to uh, to Tampa, but they made it, and uh, that meant my got I got four and a half hours of sleep before golf today. I'm going <laughs> to blame some of the golf on the lack of sleep. Is that acceptable? Sure. Um, sure. That in the fact the course should have been closed. It was horrible conditions. We we have had a steady week of the afternoon thunderstorms, and then uh, what's going to become Hurricane Sally later this week uh, has been just dumping a lot of water on us the last two days. So it's been a a real wet week. Um, you know, I, I, I'm good with those afternoon kind of boomers that pop up, but it's very rare where it's just gray and cloudy and rainy all day. Is that, do you guys remember mm-hmm. it that way here in Florida? In Florida yeah. 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 A lot of very, pop-up very, storms. Very rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah very, very rare. It's so. kind of a drizzly rainy all day. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So, but, uh, but it's been good because we, we had family here. So it was, it, we had a great time to uh, catch up and, um, they went out and did some stuff and that allowed me to just chill out, and watch football by myself, which is pretty good. And uh, then they brought dinner home. Had a great night. Nice. How about you, Todd? So great, great week, great weekend. Started off uh, playing Lost Lyrics on Friday night uh, with my buddy, Sean Carpenter. Um, That was always fun, right? Um, And then Saturday was just, uh, it was rainy here. So just a lot of uh, sports viewing. And then um, this morning, uh, Bill, wait for it, wait for it. Played pickleball. So, of course, (laughs) Had a great time doing that, and again, watched a lot more sports. So, um, just a really good work week and a good good weekend. And uh, thrilled to death that there's so many sporting activities to be viewed. Um, really, uh, I, I couldn't believe how much I missed it. And uh, so, it was just really fun to get everything back back up and going. So, what about you, Sean? Yeah, good weekend for me, guys. It started on Friday. I got a chance to play golf uh, at a place called Golf Club of Dublin, which is kind of the next suburb over, same same city where Mirfield Village is. But uh, Golf Club of Dublin's a neat t- course. It's a kind of an homage to a link style course. It's got stone walls throughout the the course, and it's got you know the the built the clubhouse with a big clock on the wall. And it was a great overcast day the whole day, Bill. Uh, cool, brisk. You know, you almost needed a pullover. It kind of felt like you were playing in Scotland a little bit. And, um, had fun with that. Then we, as Todd said, lost lyrics. Uh, and then I had, uh, golf yesterday and today and yesterday was, was honey do list and chores. Uh, the worst chore ever as a homeowner, in my opinion, cleaning the gutters, mm. I'm afraid of heights. And so to get up on the ladder and I make Rhonda hold it, which then we have to, you know, not fight. And, you know, it's, do you it's just, tough. do you just like bounce it like John Belushi when you want to move it to the next? No, I, I come all the way down and I have to move it over a couple of feet and it's just heavy and you got to get it up there and you can't bang it through a window. And, um, so we went to home Depot so, and we got like the little gutter guards, you know, so the leaves don't go in there as much. Yeah. Um, Sean, just, can I uh, interject? Sure. I know what you're going to say. Sub it out, man. Just sub <laughs> it out. Well, yeah. That's one, that's one 
like you never change a garage door spring because you'll kill yourself. Yeah. I think ladders you should start shying away from. Yeah. yeah my, if, Mal, if, if Mal was on this call, he would tell you the story of a friend of his who was on a ladder doing some work around the house. And he's now paralyzed from the waist down yeah. because he fell off the ladder. Yeah, my, uh, so I'm just my telling un- you, I think you my uncle, my uncle who lived in Rochester, New York, he was doing something on a ladder and he lives, you know, on acres and he fell. <laughs> and he said, by the grace of, uh, of all goodness, his, um, neighbor came, came by because he would have been left for dead. He couldn't move. Right. So yeah. he recovered, but yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, the front of the house now should be taken care of with the gutter guards. The back of the house is tough because there's this one spot where you got to get it up over the air conditioner, but it's got lilac bushes around it. And so you got to kind of, you know, weasel it sideways. And um, it's funny when I go up there, Bill, on the on the tall one, the, the ones that go over the garage aren't bad because it's just a, you know, eight foot, yeah. or 10 foot, whatever. But when I go to the tall one, because I don't want to have to move the ladder enough, I go up and I get as far as I can reach. Oh, and I bring and then I bring a four iron and I get and I drag the leaves from one side and then I drag the leaves from the other side and then why, <laughs> I get, why a four, why a four iron just because it's longer it's the longest longer. one I have it's not okay. a hybrid it fits in you the don't bag. have a one iron in your bag Sean I have a one iron down here but you should use that one iron just because that's all it's good for because you can't hit it <laughs> anymore anymore I used to be able to I love I love that club when I was younger uh, when you were younger yeah so Mal I shared the story of your friend you know because we're trying to get Sean off ladders. Right. Oh yes. Okay, good, good. So we want not to make a, sure, not 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 at our age. We should. No. Yeah. Pod Pod's okay, but the rest of us, we got to stay. <laughs> so Mal, you're jumping on late. How was your weekend, bud? It was uh, it was good. Did a little work, played a little golf, had a lot of rain. We lost power here in uh, West Chase for a couple of three hours uh, last night. So it was uh, we had quietness for three hours. It was pretty nice. Pure quiet. Well, let's talk sports, guys. We've got a lot of sports to talk about. We're going to do a special U.S. Open preview show on Wednesday. So our listeners will be able to hear that on Thursday morning as they're watching U.S. Open round number one from Wingfoot up in New York. So we're going to skip golf this week. We'll, we'll touch on the Safeway very, very quickly at the end. But um, I want to jump right into uh, team sports. So let's start with Dominic Team, Bill, and take us to the U.S. Open. Uh, yeah, let's let's see how they're going there. In the, uh, as we record this. Um, they're still playing. It's uh, Alexander Sherev. Sh- you can help me anytime you jump, jump in there, Todd. I'll just call him Sasha. <laughs> that's his, his nickname is Sasha. So we'll go with I'm, Sasha. I, I mispronounce everything, so I'm not yeah. your flying there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, against Dominic Team, And then and uh, Sasha won the first two sets in the men's final. And uh, Team came back and won the next two. So they're currently in a fifth set. And uh, we're all – yeah. Teams up by three. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Zverev. Zverev, Zverev is up by three. That's and yeah, I would expect is, him to. These they're both going to be major winners in the future for sure, um, because the big three are gotta fade away, uh, and these are these are really good players. So Medvedev is another good player. Dan, Danielle Medvedev, who lost to a uh, team a couple days ago. So yeah, very uh, very is there entertaining. A tiebreaker in the U.S. Open, Bill. Um, so they're gonna only at I think twelve twelve. There's, okay. a, there's a certain number of games that they get to, then the tiebreaker pops in. But the fifth set, they will keep playing it out. Uh, but if it does get to – I don't quote me. Well, you should have to quote me. 12-12, uh, then they go into a uh, best of seven. <clears throat> yeah. You got it? Right. So you're quoting. Cool. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, ha- and, we, you know, and, Sean, just to wrap it up, you know, uh, Naomi Osaka gets her third major, her second U.S. Open. 
uh, takes care of Azarenka after dropping the first set six one. She's she is a bulldog, man. She's tough. Great serve, ton of power. Her idol growing up is Serena. And if you watch her, you know, she has a little bit of Serena in her when she plays. A lot of uh, a lot of emotion uh, and a ton of power. It's amazing watching women of the women today how hard they hit the ball compared to back to Chrissy Everett, you know, Steffi Graf, all those players. They were a little more finesse. Um, not so much power, you know, and Martina probably was the one who started the power game, maybe in the women's side, but boy, but today they all just um, hit the ball hard. Didn't Venus, Venus took it to another level, right? Yeah. Yeah. Venus and Serena, they just, yeah. Yeah. It really changed the game. So, so that's uh that, that, that major's done and the French is coming up in like a month. <laughs> so right. because of all these postponed dates, the French is in, in the spring, it's going to be in the fall. Well, let's talk hockey, boys. You got a, a, a skin in the game on this one. Uh, both both uh, conference finals have gone three to one now. Tampa leads the East with a with a victory today, and Dallas three one up over Vegas on, mm. with a big win yesterday. So those games are alternating uh, days. So we'll see Dallas have a chance to close it out tomorrow. Uh, I think you guys either way are hoping for it just to go seven. Uh, and hope that you guys can close it out on Tuesday, right? Uh, Mal, let's let's start with you. Your your thoughts on on what you're seeing out of your your Lightning playing some really good hockey right now? They're uh, very gutsy. Uh, Braden Point played a great game today. Uh, injured, coming off an injury, he's clearly not healthy, but he is uh, gutting it out. They're toe to toe with those guys. They're nose to nose with. Uh, 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 and and they're fighting it out, man. It, it, they're they're playing great. Their defense, the defenders are playing terrific. Yeah, uh, they really got the Islanders like back on their heels a lot. It's been fun to watch them play. But Braden Point, Yanni Gord have really played exceptional. And Palat, Palat's and been great. Score, boy, he's been playing great too. Yep. Uh, it, it's it's a new it's a new Lightning, right, Anthony? I mean. Because last year, after the the sweep by the by the Blue Jackets, and the whole you know um, they're finessing it up too much, and they weren't really yeah. they they look like a tough team, you know. And when bringing on Bogosian and Goodrow and those guys, I mean yeah. they they do not take and uh, Bogosian, they don't take any they don't take any crap anymore, and they're they're ready to mix it up. Even um, um, Mikhail Sir uh, Sir uh, uh, help me out, Sergeyev, yeah, Sergei, uh, yes. He's he's got some fire in him. He likes to mix it up too. So he's a big boy uh, too. He gets yeah, he loves getting in that crease. Yeah, he does. And then Hedman, people just look at him and go, "Never mind, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to mess with you're a beast." <laughs> but uh, it's super cool to watch uh, watch that. They are, but you're right, Bill. They are a very different team than they were last year. They're Way more physical, which is fun. They are big. Yeah, you know, out west, you haven't seen. I haven't watched much of the games out west, but but mark my words, as Todd always says, you know, when it gets to be, be that next week's in the finals, I'll be tuning into all all the games. Oh, uh, and you know, it's just such a. As I said in our text string this week, there is nothing better than Stanley Cup hockey. Yeah, and that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It really is nothing better. You know, they, their their voices keep the energy up. But when there's the audience there, it's, you know, it's, it's just such a different vibe, but you know, there's also then the extra, um, you know, it, it's just really efficient right now, the way it is, you know, getting to the game and there's just less, um, 
you know, less, less, less outside interference. So we'll, we'll definitely yeah. keep our eyes on that. Good luck to the lightning next week. Um, let's go to NBA. The other t- thing in the, um, unless Todd, you want to drop anything on hockey? No, no, I, I agree with Mel. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the casual, not casual, yeah, casual hockey guy. Re- almost watched zero regular season, but playoff time. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to turn off, right? Uh, really NBA, good, yeah. we had a big game six today, which led to an even bigger game seven in two days, and that's the Denver Nuggets coming back from a 16-point deficit against the Clippers um, to force game seven, which the NBA has to love. And I think I said to the guys I played golf with today, the NBA wanted two things. They want the – series to go seven and then they want the Clippers to win game seven to force an <laughs> LA LA series. But Denver uh, has you know been on the brink two series in a row now, and maybe that's their MO. Uh, but you know, they put all the pressure on the Clippers uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, I didn't watch any of it, but I was kind of watching the, the scores along the bottom of my screen throughout the day. Uh, that's a big win for them. And then obviously over in the East Todd, the Celtics and the heat start their series tomorrow, I believe for the, Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. Celtics Raptors game seven, right? Um, and that was a relatively low scoring affair. I think it was 90, low 90s to high 80s. Um, yeah, Celtics, I mean, just, again, game sevens are fun. Um, I think most fun in hockey, but basketball game sevens are, are pretty cool too, right? Yeah. Um, and the reason is we talked about hockey is just, <laughs> once it gets that third period, the tension is just amazing. Basketball is just a weird sport in that, um, and my dad told me this when I was, when I could remember, you can be down 10 points with a minute left and you're not out of the game, especially now with the three point shot. Um, so I tend to give up early on basketball and then you turn around twice and, <laughs> and someone's come back. So yeah, um, should be great finish in the East and uh, always fun to have a game seven in the West. Um, look, looking forward to Tuesday. Should be a fun, fun night. You know, the, uh, for the, my my take my my one note that I love reading about was was uh, the Clippers have never been to a conference final. Wow! And yeah. Never. Yeah. It was Donald Sterling. Well, of course, they never made it. And uh, and when he built on San Diego, <laughs> there's always been this uh, sore spot for me. But um, they're zero and seven in games to clinch a trip to the conference final. After- wow! So will they be zero and eight, or will Kawhi wow. break the streak? They've Has- never a game to advance to the conference finals. Has Denver ever been to a conference finals? I wonder. I don't, uh, I'll bet they have, but I don't know. You'd sure. think, right? You would yeah. think, yeah, uh, somewhere down the road, down the road, but I don't know. Um, I don't think they've wow. been in a, I don't think they've been in a finals final. I don't remember Denver being there. Yeah, think of Dan Issel or. Yeah. Somewhere down the road, they had to the make a conference final, but just see, just an interesting tidbit, but this is also a Clipper team like no other. Yeah. <laughs> There's right. a lot of talent. Paul George, I and he goes on. So. Let's hit on baseball before we talk uh, the majority of our time on on uh, on football. But Mal, you want to jump in there on that? Did you do some research? Very quickly, uh, they played for 49 seasons, 38 in the NBA, nine in the ABA. As of the close of the 2018 and 19, they have reached an N- they have never reached an NBA Finals and only been to three Western Conference Series Finals. We were right, and we guessed. Once in a row, Bill, we were right once in a row. (laughs) You can't can't have one one does not make a row. You must have two in a row. Yes, That's right. My tombstone, I I think I might put once in a row in quotes. I think it would just be funny because, you know, once in a row, I did it. (laughs) I love it. That's great. That's cool. All right, guys. um, Baseball. Five teams in Major League Baseball 
have passed the 30 win mark. Can you name any of them? Yeah. Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers. San Diego Padres. Padres are one of them. Hold on. Um, Atlanta Braves. Nope. Damn it. Oakland. Uh, oh, Oakland Athletics. Nope. Whoa. White I'm Sox cheating. and the Twins. Oh, the White yeah, Sox. That's right. The White Sox. Okay. Great yeah. question, Sean. Yes. I, I, knew the Padres, I knew the Padres were um, second best record in the National League and like fourth best overall. The yeah, Padres with 30 wins. Uh, you, know, you know, and once again, positioning themselves to be on, amongst the teams. Um, most of the teams are somewhere around that, you know, close, coming up on 50 games. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of almost going to slip under the radar and you're going to say, like, wait, we're already – we're talking playoffs, but in the next week or so, we're going to start seeing, um, you know, clearly teams like Washington's been eliminated – uh, Pittsburgh with only 14 wins. Um, who else? Uh, Boston. Royals. Yeah. yeah. Boston. Oh, we're, we're, recording this. we're recording this on September 13th. And if it was a typical non 2020 kind of year, this would be the drive. You'd have like, you know, two and a half weeks left. There'd be about 15 games left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're right in track where we should be. It's going to be a much different playoff run. They're going to cram a whole bunch more games in there. In and October. you're going to get eight. You're going to get eight playoff series. You know, you yeah, got it's going to go quick. Top eighteen, I believe, right? Yeah, and if they're, I don't know, they're going to go two or three on some of those. Uh, yes, they're going two or three, and they're and First. the high the higher ranked teams is all at their field. Right there, you go. Well, they're talking about playing in a bubble now, right? Well, they're talking about playing the World Series in a bubble. Right. Oh, okay. Somewhere in Texas, in right? Yeah. Yes, and they're talking Texas. Gotcha. Um, Yes. So yeah. that'll be the weather will be good. So that's, that's a, you know, the games will be a little bit later. So fun stat about the Rays, the Rays on Saturday, all left-handed batters in there. That's lineup. awesome. That's all. First time since 1900. That but Was that, was that like, did they do that like on purpose or did I, it just. You know, I, I didn't see anything in any of these stuff. I read for read the website. I didn't see anything in there. Like it was, it was planned. Uh, they won 11 to one. I mean, so it was kind of a good thing. Um, yeah, down, but it's yeah. been since 1900 that legitimate, all nine were lefties, not a switch hitter, right? Wow. That hit left-handed. All nine were left-handed. And Blake Snell, the pitcher that night, hits left-handed. So it was really 10 wow. if you wanted to count the pitcher. Uh, very, very odd. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Cash was just trying to have some fun, but I, I doubt he would be trying to have fun because they're trying to win. And, you know, the, the Blue Jays won't go away. You know the Yankees would be an issue, but the freaking Blue Jays. Buffalo, the Buffalo Blue Jays? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo Blue Jays. The Buffalo Blue Jays are uh, <laughs> playing really good baseball, especially against the Rays, right, Anthony? They tend to always. Yep. One of the guys finish. on the radio here in in Tampa, I listened to him actually. Bill driving home from the golf course, they were talking about how Cash knew that the Red Sox were going to have difficulty with the pitchers that they had left facing left-handed batters. Wow, that's awesome! So stack the deck. He was but, I mean, forcing not, not not to have one right-hander in there is just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. weird. But he was forcing the Red Sox to to Burn pitch the up. pitchers that he wanted them to pitch. That's awesome. That's great. That's why he's such a good manager. It's a lot of fun to watch him. So yeah, right now, as you as you look at it, of the eight, you know, once again, if they're going to take the top eight in the in the conferences or in the division in the leagues, um, there's eight teams in the AL that have a 500 record or higher. So that kind of shows you the. The, the level you got to be, you got to be at least 500. The only team that really has a chance to maybe, maybe flip things up barring like a 10 and 0 run in the last, you know, 10, 10 or so games would be Seattle. And they're just a couple percentage points behind Houston, two games on the, on the, on the record. 
Um, and then over the, over in the, over in the national league, uh, looks like once again, the season ends today, Atlanta's in Chicago's in, uh, Dodgers, Padres, Giants would be in surprisingly based on just, uh, numbers. Um, Philadelphia would be in, um, and I guess you'd have to do some math on the other ones. Uh, one, one quick story, Bill, I, I, I know something happened in Chicago today, actually happened in Milwaukee, but Chicago yeah. pitcher hurled a no hitter 16th in Cubs history. Alec Mills. I'm going to be really honest. I've never heard of the guy. Is anybody on the call here heard of Alec Mills? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, good. apparently it's his first ever complete game too, right? Yeah. That's exactly. A, yeah. Walk three batters, but uh, um, I only watched the last inning. I was, you know, madly. If I was a four screen guy today, I had my, my laptop. My oh, laptop, now you're bragging. IPad, now you're you know, bragging. <laughs> my laptop and iPad. I had two TVs up and I, I had all this stuff and I went, Oh, there's a baseball game. Let me go here. And I hadn't been paying attention to baseball too much today with all the other stuff other than the Rays who lost. But I quickly clicked on it. I'm like, oh, look at this. It's, it's the uh, bottom of the eighth. And this guy's working on a no-hitter. And uh, sure enough, he was able to, to pull it off. So, um, Todd? Wonderful. There's nothing. It's just so you talk about the thrilling of a, you know, the third period of a hockey game, right, Todd, that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just knowing that it, there's everybody knows the pitcher, every hitter knows, and can yeah. you pull it off? Congratulations to Alec cool. Mills. Yeah. Todd, one of our uh, former gators. All right, Sean, uh, put me on the clock. All right, um, you're on the clock, Todd. Go ahead. I was just gonna say you're on. No, the go clock. ahead. Finish your sentence. I was just gonna say Brady Singer, former Florida Gator, uh, playing for the Kansas City Chiefs or Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Royals. Oh, okay. Um, through a no hitter or through a seven and two thirds innings uh, the other night and oh, just was not able close. to finish it by far like 45 pitches more than he throw has had thrown ever before uh, in the majors. And they, but they kept him in cause they were winning like seven, nothing. And the kid was working on a gem of a game. And so they just kept him in. He has that really, as soon as he gets the, the, the sign from the catcher, he, he does this really quick wind up and it was just really the, the Indian batters could never get on, on him. And then at the, I just think he got tired and just gave up a bad pitch on a, three, one count and, um, guy hit it up the middle and they had the shift on to the opposite side. It went right, right in the hole. Yeah. Hey Sean. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so I hope my connection is a little more stable. Um, I came inside. So, uh, let's talk Atlanta Braves. Um, 29 to nine on Wednesday, right? They broke <laughs> right. a national league record. Amazing. Um, currently all five of their original rotation, they have zero of those guys pitching right now. Um, just amazing with, with spit and tape, what, um, they've done just, just to stay in games. But, uh, coming up on Wednesday, Cole Ham Cole Hamels, right. Am I saying that properly is looking to get, looking to get the start and Friday Max Freed comes off the DL. So, um, a huge boost to the rotation, but the coolest story, uh, of the week, I'm going to, I'm just going to label it the coolest story. Freddie Freeman turned 31 yesterday. Um, in the morning, he was there in D.C. He flew to Atlanta in the morning, attended his son's first ever T-ball practice, mm. uh, celebrated his 31st birthday, flew back to D.C., and then uh, played the game. So I thought that was a pretty darn cool story. So anyway. Nice. You got a Freddie Freeman thing, you know. We all notice how you're a- You know what? I, I'm learning so much about him. First of all, he's the old – this is uh, – all of us can relate to this – I mean, I remember this guy. He's the old grizzled veteran for the Braves. And I'm like, <laughs> two days ago, he was the rookie that was up and coming, right? It's just crazy. Yeah. Ten, ten-year veteran. But, um, again, I used to think he was this angry, 
real, I mean, if you look at him play, he's real stoic, but I'm learning that he's, he, he enjoys the game. Um, and so anyway, Todd, you're an old school Braves fan, right? Yes. You yep. liked them for a long time. <clears throat> I, I have some more stuff that I found. I got to get to you. It's coming your way. I promise. Okay. But yeah. I found, I, I, I found a, a Dale Murphy rookie card. Oh, nice. Where he's one of four catchers. Yeah. He started as a catcher. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Right. And I also found Tom Glavin and Steve Avery rookie cards. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. Wow. I, you're not a memorabilia guy, but if I sent that, would you be no. something oh. with it? You would hold on to it? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we've talked before back in 82, 82 um, on TBS, they started showing the Braves games and yeah. I lived in, lived in Florida at the time in South Florida and there was no Rays or no Marlins. Yeah. So that was, that was the closest the, thing was Atlanta, right? Yeah. So I've been a, been a Braves fan ever since, you know, awesome. when those guys were all together, uh, that, you know, it's notorious that Glavin and Smoltz are golfers as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Bob DiBiasio was the PR guy for the Indians and he was good friends with Dominic Antonucci, the pro at my golf course. And so one day we got a call saying, Hey, what's the, what's the t-shirt look like this afternoon? And I answered the phone. And I said, Oh, Bob, you know, it's, there's got a couple times up and he goes, I'm going to send a couple guys out. Uh, they're not Indians though. Uh, they're, they're from our, 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 our guests, the Braves. I'm like, Oh yeah. You want to put down their names? And he goes, you'll know them. <laughs> all, all of a sudden I'm standing behind the pro shop counter and in walks Glavin Smoltz and, and, uh, and uh, Maddox. Uh, yeah, and, and I was yeah. like, okay. Uh, first Avery, team, right? First, they all played. They played as a foursome a lot. For, yeah. First team that way, guys. You know, and I forget who they. I forget who their fourth was. Um, that one guy that was super crazy. That uh, oh, um, oh, John, the, uh, the guy that John, uh, the, the racist guy. He got in trouble. Yeah, for, yeah <laughs> John. Uh, well, it's not label Rocker. Him. John Rocker. John Rocker. That's yeah. right. John Rocker. You, yeah. can, you can label him that he was. <laughs> he got some trouble. <laughs> I'm I think he might have. <clears throat> yeah. That's funny, John um, yeah, so uh, guys, let's talk football. Todd, let's let's talk college mm. first. Uh, there were some college games this week. Miami kicked off on the weekend, and they won 31-14 over UAB. Uh, yep. ACC was kind of the featured um, conference. Uh, ACC and, and Big 12 were in action this weekend. Uh, boy, the Big 12 took one in the kisser. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas win, uh, mm. as you would expect. But, boy, did some of their big teams uh, go down. Uh, Iowa State, who was kind of a pick, a darling pick, you know, for some top 20, 10. Ranked 23rd in the country. Well, right. A couple, couple, couple uh, media people had them in the top 10. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. they, they, they go down to Louisiana, 31-14. to 14. West Virginia wins big. Arkansas State beats Kansas State in Little Manhattan. Mm. Mm. Um, Texas Tech hangs on against Houston Baptist by two, and Coastal Carolina goes in to beat Les Miles and Kansas. Second year in a row that they beat them. Really? Yeah, they beat them wow. last year. They played Coastal yeah. Carolina twice and lost twice to them? Back to back, yeah. I'll never yeah. schedule Coastal Carolina again. <laughs> they're the, they're the, the, the Chanticleers. Is that the Chanticleers, right? So I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> Um, but then in the ACC, uh, you know, as expected, I think, uh, uh, Clemson wins big Notre Dame beat Duke in a, not an exciting game, but in the six hour marathon, that was the Florida state game due to lightning, oh. a couple delays, um, they, they lose their fourth straight season opener. First mm. time since the mid seventies when they lost in 73, 74, 75, 76, when Bobby Bowden was a young coach, mm. uh, when Florida state was an independent playing against tough programs like Oklahoma's and Ohio States and, and things like that in the, uh, in the early. Or Georgia Tech's, the, you know, tough, tough, tough opponents. Yeah, but they go down and lose 16 to 13. Wow. In a, 
in a, you know, to other, you and I were watching, it's one of those, you know, you, you want to look away, but you're kind of cheering for the accident, but then you're, you know, you're kind of thinking like, I want it to be good, but yeah. See, Georgia Tech is uh, obviously local here. Um, and they're, uh, their coach's second year. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, Jeff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is not supposed to be there. This is supposed to be a, a building year for them. They're getting, they're, they're moving in the right direction, but certainly um, for Florida state to lose at home against this team speaks volumes for their, their, the Florida state. I think this is supposed to be their comeback year and, and who knows, right? We got nine more, 10 more games to play, but not a good, not a good way to start. Um, Jeff Collins and, is his name. Collins. Yep. Absolutely. Came from and Trump. I do not want to open this can of worms. Um, but boy, it seems like there's a, there's a ton, there, seems like there's a ton of fans in that stadium, <laughs> didn't it? When you looked at the stadium, every, it's, Sean, Sean and Todd, and every single college game I peeked in on, yeah. they're having issues with controlling what the crowd's yeah. supposed to be doing and not doing. Right. Oh, no, they, no, Notre, Dame, again. Notre Dame did a pretty good job, though. Yep, they were okay. fairly yep. well spread out uh, through thought, the whole stadium. I thought Kansas City did a good job on Thursday night. I thought yep, that they seemed like they were every other row or every third row. But, yeah, the Florida State seemed like there was not – They not probably started that way and then, right, all yeah, the friends yeah. got together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they gathered together. And now I did read something because they showed a photo of, like, 30 people with no masks on. But I did read a photo that apparently the program's are running by restaurant rules, which, which means if you have food or beverage in your presence, even if you're not drinking it, you can have your mask off. And yeah. so by having a drink near you, then you don't have to have your mask on. Once again, I'm not going to get into the whole, is it, it, you know, what should happen. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how that prevents, prevents infection. Look, every uh, <laughs> coach you saw, you know, very, the head coaches seem to do a good job of having their masks on, but every coordinator had their like a mask hanging under their chin yep, today, yep. Um, not or, covering their nose or mouth, you know, so hey. And I didn't mean to open the can of worms, but if <laughs> if if they're if they're taking the temperature of everyone walking in, right? You know, like putting a little in. If people don't have it, chances are it's fine. It's just we, we're we're all trying to do the best we can, and we all love sports. So I, when you see that, you're like, that doesn't look like protocol, yeah. <laughs> but but oh well. Let's let's keep playing and hope hope for the best, right? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. And just just an aside to the Kansas City Chiefs, they took the cardboard cutouts to a whole new level. They had the queen. They had Dorothy. That's they funny. had, they had elf. They had, uh, Clint Eastwood with a little like cigar hanging out of his mouth. They Spaghetti had Western. They have good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, throughout <clears throat> the stadium, they had, Oh, they it, had places the, where the fans weren't, they had other, yes. the cardboard like cutouts baseball, were yeah. like, they had they brought a little humor to it. It's the first place that I've seen where they've done that, and it was That's funny. it was terrific. I'm still waiting to see one of the baseball teams put the guy with the Marlins uh, hat shirt, you know, behind the you know the guy with the orange Marlins, the millionaire that wears yeah. the Marlins shirts and sits yeah. behind the home plate. Yeah, um, or rainbow wig guy. Why can't he come back? Yeah, John three sixteen. He should be back. Yeah. Yeah. But by the way, uh, Bill, shockingly, guess what Sean uh, used to dress up as sometimes? Rainbow wig uh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Does that shock you at all? <laughs> but his, hey, said, his said Sean 316, not John. <laughs> who, I see what you did there. I like it. Who was the, uh, who was the Cubs, the kid, that Cubs who uh, uh, caught the foul ball? Oh, that was a Yankee. Bartman. 
No, Steve Bartman. Oh, uh, Steve Bartman. Yeah, but he, there was a Yankee kid who caught the. That kid. was, he was uh, Jeffrey Meyer. But he was, but he was cheered. He was, he was uh, adored by the Yankees, he, right? Yes, Where, he was. Yeah, uh, Bartman wasn't. Yeah. No. No. Sean, I was so glad to to watch college football. It was unbelievable. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Happy. Yeah. Well, let's talk NFL, guys. It was the took front and center today. It took front and center Thursday, obviously. Thursday, the the Chiefs kind of picked up where they left off. I thought Deshaun Watson looked good, Um, but Mm -hmm. the the Chiefs just looked strong, Uh, really good Uh, today. uh, Let's just. Can I throw something out there, Chief, really fast? I know what you're going to say, but it's it's the first time I I heard um, Mike Greenberg talking about this. I'm not going to steal claim it. But we're at a point with the Chiefs where you can say Chiefs are the field this year to win the Super Bowl. And you hmm. think about it. And it's pretty rare when you say, you know, you because you're the field's the answer. The field's always the right answer on those sure. kinds of things. Back in t- the day. Tiger of the field, right? Yeah. Tiger in the field back in the day, right? In the early 2000s, it was Tiger of the field, and you would take Tiger. You could do it. Um, the Chiefs are just a great team, which, you know, hurts me to my core. <laughs> right. Um, but Mahomes just is – I don't know. Um, He's video. They have a running game. Yeah, look, yeah, they, they have a legitimate got, running game. They, they can spread right out. LSU. Yep, they got. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not trying to like you know pull the Charger stuff out of here, but and Philip is by no means at, his, at a young age was he like a Mahomes who's already reached these incredible levels with a win of a Super Bowl and everything. But when when you back in the day when you had LT mm. and you had Antonio Gates. You know, arguably two of the best, you know, of all time in that position, or in the in the conversations with top twenty or whatever. Junior, right? Uh, yeah, and and you got to try to cover what's going to happen with each of those guys. That's what the Chiefs have, like times three, right? Yeah. <laughs> because they've got some receivers, Tyreek Hill, and these other guys that are just doing Kelsey, all this Kelsey, stuff. yeah, Kelsey on top of Ronald Allaire and Marcus Robinson. Like, yeah. It's it's a it's just a cluster. I mean, I don't know how you game plan those guys. You know, I don't know how you do it um, yeah. because the, the the way that Mahomes can um, just kind of go off and do his own thing. And I'm trying to, what am I, uh, what do you do when you improv? He's like the improv king of the NFL. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> kind of like, uh, old, well, before my time, Fran Tarkenton, right? He yeah, was best Tar- Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Best was the same yeah. Guy. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyways. Yeah, you can't plan for that. Nope. Steve Young a little bit. Today, yeah. the early window had nine games in it. And boy, for the red zone people like me, uh, it was great. Cause it was literally from the, from the first, I, I think the first score uh, was, you know, within the first like four minutes of the, you know, of the season, so to speak, uh, uh, or today's season um, Seahawks uh, take down the Falcons 38, 25. Um, Todd. Yeah. Sorry. Just uh, that's for, uh, first thing on my, on my list. Uh, Seahawks look good. Um, yep. Russell Wilson's amazing. 31 of 35, 31 of 35. Four just, just a mouth. Think. Uh, remember this. I think the last nine times they've come to the East Coast, they've won the Seahawks. Wow! wow. I think I heard that stat. Uh, and don't. It may be seven. It may be eight. Um, what do you think that is, Todd? You think that's coaching? You think that's just uh, you know Pete Pete Carroll having a good game plan? Um, it's it's it's. I mean, think of um, think of an NFL team. I mean, Pete Carroll's turned sixty nine, right? And he's been there for a long time. They are a – for an NFL team, you hear it in college all the time, they're a program. I mean, Seattle's a program. You got Russell Wilson who's been – Nine years. St- this is Steady guy, year. right? Steady guy. He seems like Brady, uh, seems to be ageless, right? Doesn't seem to be slowing down. Um, I think they just bring 
bring the guys in and, and Pete Carroll's got a system, a program and guys buy in. Right. So, yeah. um, I mean, they've won what one Super Bowl should have won two. Uh, but they're always, they're always in the mix. So yeah. And Atlanta's Atlanta's in a little trouble. I think Dan Quinn's going to be on the hot seat sooner than later. I think they're, uh, yep. who, who knows? We'll see. Maybe it's just week one. You can't get too excited or too, too, too upset. We'll get to a Todd teams out of the way early. Bills uh, win by 10 over the hapless Jets. Uh, Jets, not the worst team today, though. Uh, that'll go to the Cleveland Browns in just a second. Um, Bills, you know, Jake or uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yep. Boy, he thrills you, and then he just makes those dumb plays where he holds the ball in one hand and twice just had horrendous fumbles on what was good runs. You know, but you can't have a good run where you risk a fumble every time. And Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray – those guys seem to just – they run like a running back but move, you know – they, sorry, they run like a quarterback but move like a running back. And Josh Allen runs like a, a tight end or – yeah. he, He's more of a pocket passer, right? He's yes. not – he does – he's more of a – he lumbers when he runs. Um, hey, listen, you know, just he's like – He's got a big way, arm. Oh, yeah, he's great. And he, and he cool. fits the Buffalo culture, persona, fan base. I mean, they absolutely love him. But what I love about football – is the constant, and I try to transform it to, to life, is you're always coaching every play, every down, every day. So Josh Allen has some work to do, which is fine. And, and I mean, if, you, if you'll notice in any NFL game or college game or high school game, it'll be 38-17 with 30 seconds left, game's done, and the coaches all have their headsets, and they're all they're coaching every play to the end. And I, and I love that about that. So, yeah, Josh Allen's great, he, but he is not great. He's good and with room to, room for improvement for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So um, there was quite a few uh, interconference or inter division games today. Uh, the NFC North: uh, the Bears and the Lions played, and the Packers and the Vikings. Packers and Vikings put up seventy five points on the board today, up in the empty uh, Metrodome. I know it's not the Metrodome, but the Aren't empty they outside now? U.S. Bank Arena. No, it's it's a U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, Super Bowl was there two years ago. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's indoors. Um, I'm thinking about college. And then Mitch Trubisky led back the, the Bears. They had a 2% uh-huh. chance of winning when it went to the fourth quarter. They were, tw- they were down three touchdowns. Then first time the Bears have scored three touchdowns in a quarter. I think I, think I saw in like 16 years or something like that. Yeah, I think it's when they beat the Cardinals. And Danny Green had that. It was, they are what we thought they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That was somebody. laughs> uh, I tell you what, I just mentioned uh, coaches and how important they are in football. Um, they got some work to do with uh, DeAndre Swift. I mean, can you imagine your NFL debut? Just And he, he, he scored a touchdown previously. Um, Stafford to Swift to win. He Listen, they were up 24-6, right? 24-7. Um, so that play didn't cost him the game. There's a lot of plays in that last quarter that really, but he had the chance to bail him out, uh, by simply making a catch. And he did what we've been coached. We all played some form of football, flag football, you catch. And he did the look, uh, he didn't, he didn't look the ball in as he catches. So I feel bad for him, but he'll be, he'll be all right. So tough, tough loss for the lions for sure. You guys see the story in Washington? the Washington football team versus the Eagles. Uh, Ron Rivera needed an IV during halftime. Uh, he was dehydrated. It was scheduled. It was scheduled because, uh, you know, he's he's diagnosed with cancer, right? No, I did not know that. Yeah, Rivera was diagnosed with cancer, and he said he's going to go on um, coach anyway because it seems to be treatable. It seems to be fine. But that was actually um, a scheduled IV. But 
what a warrior, right? He's yeah. Just, so you know, Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback, you know, Buckeye former quarterback, uh, gave the halftime talk to the team, uh, and then came back and led him back over the. Uh, was it twenty-seven unanswered points? It was twenty-seven. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Um, Raiders looked good. That was a fun game. Raiders Panthers in the early window uh, was a back and forth game. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater quarterbacking for the Panthers. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, three touchdowns, I think, right, Bill? And, yeah, three uh, touchdowns for Josh and, and a couple from McCaffrey, which that's below his average, I think. <laughs> right? He's a hell of a player. Um, Jaguars come back and win over Phillip Rivers and the Colts. Uh, got Gardner Minshew, uh, Minshew Mania uh, with a big win there in R- Jacksonville. Rivers being Rivers, Bill? Rivers being uh, Rivers? You mean losing a close game? I guess so. <laughs> it's I, unbelievable, right? I know. A little, little I, you shout know, out well, to CJ Henderson, Gators, uh, number nine pick overall. A lot of people thought he was over overpicked, uh, and it turns me. out yep. he uh, interception, and he was the game winning save on the on the fourth down pass um, uh, against their number one receiver. Uh, Browns just got thumped by the Ravens. They looked horrible. I mean, they they scored one touchdown, missed the extra point, and and you know try to fake punt from their own like. 19 yard line early in the game and got the the rugby style punter fumbled the ball. It was just a, a train wreck. Um, so once again, I always say the biggest jump in NFL is between week one and week two. Mm. Uh, you better see something from the Browns when they go home next week. Uh, otherwise that might be ugly. And then the three late games guys were, were all interesting at some point. Let's talk about your, your Buccaneers, uh, Anthony, let's get you in the conversation. Probably a lot of excitement, a lot of hype. Uh, would be different, obviously, if it wasn't uh, during COVID. Um, but, boy, what started out pretty much textbook with Brady throwing a long pass, Brady running it in for a very emotional spike on that first drive, and then they just kind of just went dead for like the next 42 minutes. Mm. The offense did not look very good from what I was watching. Now, I was watching the Lightning on my iPad and watching them on the big screen TV. So I was listening to the lightning and watching the football game. I don't know what the announcers were saying, but they just looked a a step off. Mike Evans didn't get into the game until the fourth quarter. Uh, uh, New Orleans bottled him up pretty easily. Um, New Orleans defense looks pretty solid. The Bucs defense actually looked pretty good uh, for the first half. Um, Brady – there's, a, I'm wondering if it's if it's gonna last the year, but we don't have anybody else, so it's gonna mm-hmm. have to last the year. Well, Matt, we talked. Well, Matt, we talked about uh, uh, Pete Carroll. I mean, look at um, the Saints coach Sean uh, Sean Payton. Me, Payton. Sean Payton. Payton. I mean, they're they're another machine, right? They just, yeah. just plug and go, yeah. right? Well, it's crazy. yeah, Drew Brees and, and Russell Wilson are the things that make those machines work, right? And that's what yeah, Belichick exactly. And Brady, you know, when you get that continuity. Good, right? Yeah, that continuity is huge. I, you know, look, I think I was really impressed with the Bucks defense today, Anthony. You know, um, mm-hmm. because Breeze is Breeze. He's really good. Yeah, they're – I don't know who Lewis is. Number 11, their return guy on the Saints. He is scary. Mm. Um, Damien Lewis? Yeah, do you know where he came from? Do you know what college he played at? I figure one of you two might know. But mm. he – I don't know. Is he, a, is he a rookie? Has he been around for a while for them? Because I don't remember seeing him last year. Um, I think he's relatively young. I'm not sure if he's a rookie, but yeah. Yeah, and Taysom, Taysom Hill was fun. You know, to they contained him a couple times, and you hardly ever see that guy get contained when he's right. in the game. 
pull something off. So I, I think the defense looked good. Um, you know, they, they didn't give up. They got, the pick they were six. on the field a lot. They got, well, yeah, they didn't give up. They didn't give up the pick six. They didn't fumble mm-hmm. the kick kickoff return and put the ball, right. give the Saints the ball to 20. And in fact, they held them to a field goal on that possession. Uh, so I think, and, and there's some, there's some young kids on that defense are going to get really good. I think, right. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some pass interference calls. I don't think, I think all of them are PIs. It just sucks to see them happen. You know, when, you know, it's third and 13 and Breeze just heaves it 30 yards down the field and it's a first down, the 30 yard game. Uh, <sighs> yeah. So frustrating, but it, you know, it happens to everybody all the time. It's just part of the game and we deal with it. But, but uh, I, I was, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I came out of that thinking, okay, let's get them working together a little bit more. Gronkowski was a non-factor. At, two not, catches, at, right? Just two catches. Deontay Harris, is that his name, Bill? I yes. Know, no, I think it, no, I think it's Lewis. Number 11. Oh, on hang on. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Deontay if, if Harris get, is number 11. Oh, okay. Maybe it is Harris. My bad then. Um, he's he's a he's a little Darren Sproles, you know, kind of right. yeah. really shifty, quick, you know, little. Uh, where's where's he from, Sean? I give you a thousand guesses what college you went to. Okay, let me go with uh, Moorhead Moorhead State. McNeese State. McNeese State. You you might need to make an assumption on where he went. Uh, Appalachian State. You might need to make an assumption on where he went. It didn't help the first time, Sean. Soon. Make an ass of you and me. Mass U. Mal, you know what's going on? University of Massachusetts. Assumption. He went to Assumption College. (laughs) Oh, geez. Wow. (laughs) Never even heard of that college. Wow. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. We that's got great. that little piece of trivia. Where's, where is Assumption College? <laughs> yes. I think it's Where's, in Connecticut, isn't it? Is it? That's why I yeah. asked Mal. No. That's not? Okay. No, not in Connecticut. Let's yeah, you got to look that up. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So anyways, I feel good. I feel good about that. Worcester feel, Mass. Assumption oh. College. Worcester oh. Mass. Worcester. There you go. That's where Holy Cross is too, right? In Holy Cross? That's right. Yes, it is. Nice. So anyways, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Let's talk Bengals uh, and Chargers. Boy, Joe Burrow had a chance. He 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 really. I mean, he, textbook two minute drive at the end of the game. Uh, first of all, he he caused them to need a two minute drive. Well, not necessarily, but he made a boneheaded rookie mistake. If you saw it, he was scrambling out, trying to make a play happen, like they like quarterbacks do, and he just he shovel passed like mm. a pass that the guy wasn't even looking for because it was just a broken play, and it goes right into the arms of of Ingram from the from the. From the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. They ended up not scoring. Um, so it didn't matter. But they were in the red zone when he did it. Or they were in field goal range to mm-hmm. pull within three. Then they get the ball after the punt and they really a good drive down. Uh, you know, worked the ball to his receivers, they worked the sidelines, they worked the center of the field, didn't clock it till he needed to. They had two plays with twelve seconds to go inside the uh, six after that pass Bernard and they throw it to A.J. Green, their number one receiver. He pushes off, catches the ball for what would have been a touchdown, but they called a push-off. They called it a push-off, Todd. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then they – so they go back and they said, look, we're just going to kick it and go the, uh, overtime, and a guy misses the field goal. Mm. Um, so they lose. And then out west, the last game of the day, Cardinals 49ers. What a fun one that was. First of all, 49ers looked great in the first half. Then Kyler Murray and the Cardinals come back – or. Uh, yeah, and the Cardinals. And who's the guy that came from uh, DeAndre Hopkins that was mm-hmm. traded in that controversial trade for David um, Johnson? David Johnson. David Johnson. Uh, he has a huge game. Goes up well over 100 yards receiving. And Kyler Murray leads them to the victory, 24-20. Yeah. Wow. So that, 
at NFC West, we're going to see the, you know, we're, as soon as we log off here, we're going to tune in and see the Rams. But Seven nothing Rams, by the way. Wow. Okay. In the and new and stadium. their stadium, by the way, is really impressive looking. Every new stadium that opens just get crazier and crazier looking. Do they have a roof in LA? <laughs> it has a roof on the stadium. I think they have a roof. I'm not sure they have a roof. It's a roof. <laughs> it's a roof. Is it retractable? I don't know if it's retractable. I can't tell. I mean, maybe they're not because of the smoke right now, but it is amazing. I think they're try- they tried to one-up the scoreboard that Jimmy had. I mean, it's a it's a wait till you see what L.A. Both both teams will play. They're both the Chargers and the Rams will be playing there. So uh, yeah. pretty impressive. What? L.A. wins the day on awesome uniforms. The uh, Chargers and the Rams have the greatest probably, uniforms. Yeah, you know that uh, the Chargers were the Los Angeles Chargers when they first started. They and moved then to San, San Diego, Diego and then back. And to then the Rams. And then the Rams started oh, up. Okay. Yeah. No. No. The Rams. I think the Rams didn't come from St. Louis. The Rams started in L.A. L.A. So the, okay. That's why those colors are the same. I think because they wanted the blue and gold. Wow. The Chargers have left and come to San Diego. So that's why they both have those same colors. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. That's good stuff. Yeah. And now the Chargers went back to L.A. So we got two games uh, tomorrow night, guys. We have the Cowboys obviously playing the, the Rams tonight. Uh, Steelers Giants in the early Monday night game, and then Titans Broncos in the late. What time's that kickoff of the Titans Broncos? 10, 10, 10, 10 after Bill after Bill's bedtime. Pass. Bill, can you can you talk how awesome it was when you lived in Phoenix to have two Monday night games and how awesome oh, dude, it the first one's at four thirty, the next one's at seven thirty. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> you know, I was complaining because the game ended at ten thirty. <laughs> living on living on the east coast has shaped five years off my life because of oh sure. my God. because of I, sports right i mean it's I just yeah <laughs> it, it, uh, here it comes I, I you know last night i got four and a half hours sleep before i played golf and i it's just going to get worse and worse as we keep cruising down this path of uh great games on a monday night yeah i just <laughs> and we love it because we had no sports in covid so none of us are complaining I know. Right? exactly yeah. and wait, wait, till, <laughs> wait till you get an nhl uh stanley cup finals game that goes into like double overtime and it's game you know, seven and triple overtime yeah. you know uh, well it was for me it was always uh, yankees world series games would always end at 12 30 in the morning east coast time yeah <laughs> all right anthony it just always went long uh, and then you had to listen to frank sinatra play new york new york 37 times uh, after the just game. Right. <laughs> yeah. right all right guys we got a big show on on uh on Wednesday night, we're going to record. Got a couple guests that we're going to confirm once they're on the air with us, uh, but it should be fun. We'll talk sports. We'll we'll do our picks uh, for the British. Or I'm sorry, the British British Open coming up in Wingfoot. Should be a should be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. The course looks fantastic from everything I've seen on clips. Uh, definitely going to be going to be neat to to see um, how how that shakes out. In that you know, obviously there's a some fun picks with tiger and Phil, but there's, you know, then, then there's DJ and can he survive after being a week off? And, you know, who's the, who's the European, you know, choice. So we'll do what we did before, but with, with an extra guy in the mix, if, if we get our two guests, it'll be, we'll have to spread the picks out. So we'll, we'll confirm guys off air, but let's go around the horn really quick. Anthony, what do you got coming up in your short week before you start watching golf? I'm actually, I'm watching golf right now, just as a quick aside. Stuart Sink, his son caddying for him, is up by a stroke. Over Doc 18th. Redman? He's one up on Doc Redman and uh, Harry Higgs, who – Big, beautiful. Uh, I love him. <laughs> he's, been, he's, been in, he's been in the mix all, all weekend. Yep, but uh, Stuart Sink is up by a stroke. Uh, 
putting for birdie on the very last hole. Uh, and he missed his, but it was a long birdie putt. It looks like he'll make par and finish at 20 under. And Harry Higgs is coming up the 18th fairway at 19 under. Wow, mm-hmm. Redmond just dropped a little 10 under today, huh? Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen uh, Higgs, by the way, guys? Yeah, big, big dude. He's, he's, he's Bill, look him up. The, oh, his, nick, his nickname in college was Big Beautiful. Oh, boy. This, and, and he embraces that, uh, that nickname. Let's just say that. So yeah. that's all and he's are, funny. The shirts, are the shirts extra tight? Uh, the, the collar's wide, the button's low. He, he's, just, he, he's, he's got the flow. He's a, yeah. He's a character. Let's just say that he seems to be a character, big, beautiful. So anyway, but anyway, Sean, we're, yeah, we're looking forward to, uh, the show on Wednesday for sure. Our, our guests will be, uh, spectacular. Uh, we have, uh, two new listings coming on this week. Uh, Sarah and Simone both are bringing on listings this week. We have, uh, to inspections Monday and Tuesday. Uh, and then, you know, come Thursday and Friday, I'm taking, uh, uh, I'm going to take some time off and, and watch the U.S. Open. Nice. Uh, maybe play some golf Thursday morning. I might be able to talk somebody into playing. Uh, <laughs> and play golf Thursday afternoon and then watch golf Thursday afternoon. Uh, nice. And that, that's, that's pretty much it. You know, we're just going to, I think I think my son's looking for a game Thursday as well. That that might that can be arranged. Yeah, as I told him. So. Nice. That can be arranged. Tom, what do you got up? Uh, before I get into what's coming up, two things. One, um, did you hear about someone put a bet on Phil Mickelson, a yes. forty-five thousand dollars bet that wins three point one million if he wins at Wingfoot? Yeah. And in typical, did you hear what uh, Phil said? Yeah. And typical Phil response, he goes, let's hope I'm three strokes up on the 72nd hole instead of two, is what he said, <laughs> which is awesome. The alt, what it, it would be the – I mean, talk about a drop-the-mic moment. If Phil somehow finds a way to win, oh. complete the career grand slam and avenge his, uh, his wing foot loss, that would be unbelievable. So I think that would be great. Um, second thing, Sean, we didn't go over it. Uh, EPL started this weekend. Um, yes. so, so it's back. Uh, my boys Liverpool uh, played a promoted league, Leeds United squad and won 4-3. So looks like they probably have some we- uh, work to do in order to uh, repeat as champs. So can we get a recap on the uh, stare down member guests uh, or stare down rosters teams? But that was a, would know. a fun game to watch, Todd. It wasn't it? Yes, very good. Oh bender. my goodness, so, it was terrific. Um, I think you guys are all need to play. I don't. I think Liverpool's the only one who played. Uh, Manchester United, Manchester City play tomorrow. Tomorrow, and yeah. Chelsea hasn't played either. So right. um, yeah, good stuff. Right. Um, so looking forward to a good week. Um, getting more and more actually getting out and making calls. So this is a, a good trend. Um, people are more open to see us, and uh, we're behaving responsibly and um, trying to uh, trying to drive sales. Obviously, first half of the year. Sales were down, and I'm really pleased with my company. They're not uh, pushing the 2019 versus 2020 sales. They're saying, all right, 2019 first half, let's, uh, let's improve in the second half because we're not going to compare very well to the, uh, to the uh, 2019 numbers. So looking forward to, to growing and, and moving forward. So is that Stuart Sink, Mal, that you're showing? Yes. Uh, he's uh... – He's he's an Atlanta boy. He's prematurely celebrating, but Higgs is in the bunker on uh, the 18th oh, fairway. I hope he doesn't blast uh, up. <laughs> he was just kissing I, I his wife because he was. Yeah, 
he was uh, Higgs is walking down the fairway and he's he does like a Craig Stadler thing where he keeps his shirt unbuttoned down to like the <laughs> lowest button possible. His xiphoid process, right? <laughs> he's, he's, nice. he's, a, he's a classic guy. I love him. Um, That's he's, awesome. He's the he's the John. Tom, by, by the way, my Chelsea team plays uh, better homes and gardens on. Uh, I'm sorry, Bert, Brighton and Bright- Hope Albion. Uh, Brighton and Hope Albion. Yeah, yeah. They had a, uh, they they signed um, they signed Adam Lalana from Liverpool last year. So you know you know it's funny. I'm, I'm learning about as I as I jump on the Chelsea bandwagon. Um, the home team is listed first. First, yep. Yes. Correct. Instead of second, yeah. You yeah right. And they have, they have tables and results. And it's yeah. just crazy talk. But yeah. Fixtures instead of games. Yeah, fixtures fixture, yeah. instead of, yes. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. But embrace it. Embrace it, boys. Lead us to the cup. So, yeah. Bill, how about you, bud? You got a you uh, thing happened on Friday. How was your, uh, how was your last day? Uh, it was great. Um, had a couple of uh, – I sat in on a sales call. I sat in on a training for bomb bomb with the sales team. Totally unnecessary, but it just felt good doing it. Um, one of the guys in Orlando scheduled a remind class at two o'clock on Friday, my last day. So I did that. I was totally into it. I promise. To the end, and, right? Uh, to the end. Well, to, yeah. To the end. Good. And then, uh, you know, that was it. Just kind of dropped off my keys and my equipment. Um, I haven't done that in 20 years. So that's different. Did your boss like? Did they do the ceremony? Like, call you off? Did they call for the righty and let you, let you come um, off the mound? The no. the three women who are the admin team for this company could not be further from sports fans. So none of that, none of that, none of that kind of stuff happened. But it's it's all done. It's it's a it's, it's a great feeling, and I've got this week off to uh, just kind of rest. And you know, with Kevin and Sarah here, it's great. I can we're gonna do a lot of stuff together. Um, play some golf with with Mal during the week, which is great. And and then on uh, following Monday, I, off I go to uh, California for a couple of weeks just to dig in, right? Okay. Um, and and because of the, I had some scheduling issues with the podcast, Sean. Uh, I always have this fallback, and uh, yeah, I can always schedule a rewind session if I need to. And what I decided to do with the upcoming, you know, new gig starting and all that stuff is, so I've already preloaded and scheduled three real estate rewind sessions. Let me guess. Yeah. So yeah, you want to guess? I guess uh, Molly. No, and... no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Molly, Mark, and no, no, no. no. Um, it is uh, the first one's. It is Mark. Mark Davison. Nice. Okay. I like that episode a lot. Um, the second one was. I'll just the all amount now. We'll remind you next week. But Ginny Lee Deptula out of uh, love. She's out of Niceville, Florida. My virtual. And then also, also Ogla Gatama. She's the woman from uh, Nigeria who. Okay, sorry, Kenya, who um, um, now owns a Keller Williams brokerage, and it's the hard work she did to get to the states and some of the cool stuff she's done. So, so those are the three that are coming up. And then I'm interviewing Nicole Nikki Beauchamp, and I'm also interviewing uh, Missy Bentley. Right? I she, she agreed. Mojo Missy, we finally have her tentatively on the calendar. Now that she's week. with EXP, she needs to get her name out there so she can start building her team. Start building relationships, solving problems, and recruiting. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to chatting with her because she's hilarious, an ex-radio personality who loves sports, and she's a realtor. Um, it'll be a really fun conversation. So that's uh, – I went too long there. That's what's nice. coming. No, that's good. Um, I was supposed to be doing a session tomorrow uh, for some people in Detroit. That's got pushed back because of scheduling Because the, lion, the Lions lost. Because the yeah, Lions lost. Why, yeah. um, t- Tuesday, I, do, I, fl- I virtually fly to Wisconsin for the Wisconsin Realtor 
conference, doing three <laughs> sessions for that, my rock and roll class, word of mouth, and uh, leave your mark. Uh, and then Tuesday night, Bill, you and I will be jumping on for some fun and frolics, lost lyrics for Inman Connect. I, the, only time I, the only time I jump on lost lyrics is when I get to be a, uh, one of the, the bouncers. Well, my role is pretty funny. I'm bouncer, right? <clears throat> so um, you'll love this. You bring people uh, on. Yeah. We bring people on out of the audience that's listening. We bring two to compete against each other. Oh, nice. So the first one that can answer the question gets to move on. And the one that's, that, that comes in second, I get to just say something like, oh, sorry, but it's time to go. And when they start talking, I always cut them off and shut them <laughs> off. All the time. It's awesome. You're a, Pierre only thought you frolicked with Cindy, Bill. So now I'm learning something <laughs> new every day. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll be I'll be assisting I'll be assisting uh, John on his last looks. By the way, I want to throw this out there: the Spotify list you put out because I get the I get the Spotify list. I'm on the list. You get yeah. that? Um, or I see it show up on Facebook, and that Spotify list. And Anthony, you mentioned the week before, but this one this week was such a good freaking playlist. I was. <laughs> playing songs from it for Cindy. And she, she, when best of my love popped up, she, she stopped and turned and looked at me and she goes, Sean, put that on his list. I go, yep. It's, it's a, it's a, it's your playlist. It's your mix. It's your mixtape. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> it was well done. So yeah. my, my favorite mixtape of all time, or my favorite playlist of all time. You got two in a row there. Carp. Lost lyrics. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Well, good to hear. Well, Hey guys, it's always fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to Wednesday's show. We got some NFL to watch. Good to have sports back. As Todd says, Let's all kind of catch ourselves every time we kind of complain about something we're watching on TV and thank, thank <laughs> ourselves that we're watching something on TV. Uh, we, we can't wait for there to be fans. We can't wait for, for, uh, you know, for, for it get to get back to what we want, but for now we'll take it. Right. So yeah. on behalf of Mal and Todd and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter and thanks for listening to the stare down. <laughs>